The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. RUNGK Yo, what's good everyone? Welcome back to Winning Picks Weekly NFL Week 3 Dude, Week 3 We are here after an insane Week 2 We'll review all that, get into our some terrible, I mean, some terrible picks, some great picks. We'll get into all that, what we learned. As always, my name is John Maliga. Catch us on the Knicks, Jets, ETC period YouTube. Our, the winning Picks Weekly playlist is under there, along with a full Jets playlist and a full Knicks playlist from the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with co-host Alex Jeteris, who also is a co-host on Knicks Fan TV. Also editor over there. On Winning Picks Weekly, though, not only do we have the NFL episodes, but we have the college picks where not only are we joined by Greg, uh, by Greg Albert, our co-host right now, but we have Chip Murphy 7, who is all over the college beat, writing up some stories on unheard colleges like New Mexico State and how he likes <laughs> the Aggies this year. So check us out there. We're also on Apple, Spotify. We're on the podcast. Google Play, so you can hit us up on either one, like, subscribe, let us know what you got. Greg, John. week three, bro. Week it's here. three. I have a question. Okay. How you I'm feeling, man? How not, you feeling? <laughs> not feeling great for a multitude of reasons, but it's early <laughs> in the season. So this is the second consecutive year you've started out slow. I don't know if you were this slow last year. But you're 0-6 coming out of your best bets here. But I don't think it's a big deal because there's a lot of teams that are reeling right now, right? There's a lot of winless teams, right? We got the winless Tennessee Titans. We got the winless Carolina Panthers. True. Winless Cincinnati Bongles. Winless Vegas Raiders. And my winless Houston Texans, which I love. I love that they're winless. I feel like they're 2-0. They're 2-0 in my book because I keep betting on them and they're both, uh, they've been killing it. But a lot, a lot of winless teams. They say that teams that start zero and two, uh, was like a forty percent chance to make the playoffs, and then something like a sixty three percent chance if you're two and zero. Yep. I still think you make the playoffs. I think you can get about five hundred here, Greg. I believe in you. But more importantly, what did you learn after week two? Besides the fact that the Jets are the best team in the league. Well, I just learned. <laughs> I just learned. 
Definitely the most clutch team in the NFL. <laughs> um, I just learned because you talked about last year. I started out 0 6 last year. That's why I, 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 I didn't want to say it, but I knew it was below 500. I wasn't sure if it was 0 6. I what was 0 6. 24 and 27. I had a better okay. record than you by the end of the season. Oh. So right. if, if history proves itself right, Start following my picks now. I'm it. <laughs> a string of two and ones happened after week two, and I feel like a string of two and ones is going to happen again this year. So I like some picks this week. I love my best bets this week. There are also some picks this week that scare the crap out of me, and we'll talk about those. What did I learn from week two? I learned that uh, the Miami Dolphins are good. They're two clutch, my, too. Two of they have something good. to say about your Jets, your Jets clutch pick. Yeah, Titans might be, or uh, Tua might be good. Um, a couple teams that I think people were kind of high on. I like the Raiders going to the season. Titans, Colts, they might just stink. They might stink. I'm nervous about the Saints. Um, that is, I agree I with that all of that. Takeaways for me. I agree with- I agree with all that, especially being worried about the Saints and the teams that might just think. However, I'm not with you on the Colts. I'm not with you on – I'm not sure about Vegas, but we'll get into that. Maybe one of my best bets this week. We'll get into all that. But let's start it off here, man. Let's start it off because we're going we're gonna to talk about last week's game while we mention this week's you know, uh, matchup. Let's start off with primetime games. I've learned – a lot from prime time, man. From 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 last year and week one, I've changed to week two. I figured out what everybody wants me to bet, what I want to bet, and then I just fade it. Right? The yeah. Titans last the Titans last week they had they had a material change. They lost one of the boys, Terry Lewan. It's tough. Their longest tenured Titan. If he's out, their left tackle. You saw they can't run. They're t- it, 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 it's looking tough for them. So. I feel like I've learned something in the primetime games. And the reason I'm talking about that, man, is because we have a huge Thursday night game here. I mean, the Jets, we're big Jets fans. We had the Knicks Jets, et cetera, podcast. They are versing this whole AFC North. We're familiar with them. You got Cleveland, man. I've watched every single Cleveland game so far this year because I was at a Cleveland bar, with the, you know, it was the Baker game. Then we had the Jets-Cleveland last week, which yep. was a complete debacle for them. With that stupid elf in the middle. And then they're going to be at home. I wonder if the elf was coming back. <laughs> and, you True. know, minus four and a half at home, dude, versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Or is the third time going to watch their game? Jacoby Bursett. More, I've watched, I think I've watched more Jacoby Bursett games in my life than definitely more than the average NFL fan, dude. And he's, he's, he's just, he's always near me. He's yeah, always he's just always around. He's just always <laughs> yeah. around. Cleveland minus four and a half coming off of a devastating loss, missing an extra point and giving up 13 points in 95 seconds to the lowly New York Jets with Joe Flacco. All right, tough, tough sledding for them. Now, they they put Joe Flacco on a pedestal, man. Now he's leading the stats. We'll get into all that for the Jets game. But we're talking about the Cleveland game here. I like what Chubbs, Chubbs comments about how he messed up. I don't think he messed up by scoring. I think it's no. silly. Uh, if you look back, DJ Reed tried to tackle the hell out of him. All right. <laughs> there was DJ Reed stupid for trying to tackle him. Like, I, I don't know. So I'm wondering if this is a huge bounce back game for them. 
Week one, they looked absolutely amazing. People are saying that this is going to be an unbelievable team. They don't need Baker. Their running is unbelievable. They have weapons everywhere. Cooper came alive in week two versus the New York Jets, who have maybe the worst secondary in the league, uh, especially safeties. Cleveland at home, minus four and a half. What do you got, Greg? I love Cleveland going into today before I start really diving into these games. Like just looking at the spreads, looking at the games. I think Cleveland has a terrible taste in their mouth. They have a short week. They can bounce back and win outright at home. Minus four and a half is a little bit of a weird line. I think Pittsburgh's been absolutely terrible this season. I think Najee Harris was hurt, but he won't say it. I think the offensive line's not very good. I think the quarterback's obviously not good. And the defense is missing a lot when TJ Watt's not, not there. I mean, when TJ Watt's there, the whole entire offense has to account for him and allows Mika Fitzpatrick and other players to make incredible plays. Like, I think there was one of the defensive linemen for Pittsburgh. I don't know his name, but I think he had like an amazing game week one and then did nothing week two. It's like, well, yeah, TJ Watt's not there. So they don't have to slide protect and throw three at them and freeze you up for one on one. Now you're just getting covered normal and you can't get tackle for loss. I have to tackle for loss. So um, I loved Cleveland going into it, but then everyone just reminded me through all the stats that Mike Tomlin's amazing in division. Mike Tomlin's amazing getting points. Mike Tomlin's just amazing at covering these games. And, you know, I'm like, well, you know, he hasn't had Mitch Trubisky before, but he's had <laughs> bad quarterbacks. He's had hurt Big Ben. He's had bad Big Ben. He's had bad teams and still he's been able to get it done. So to me, it's a Mike Tomlin pick. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Short week. Give me the points in division game. I think it's going to be ugly. But I do. I liked what I've seen from Cleveland. Besides the secondary in Cleveland, I think that Jacoby Brissett looked pretty good. Looking back at that game, because I rewatched it, I was traveling, so I wasn't able to watch it live. Dude, there was plenty of opportunities for them to close that game out. It's not just Nick Chubb. I mean, with four or five minutes left, they were driving down the field. And then all of a sudden, we get, uh, I think they get up to our 30 or 40 yard line, and we get back to back short stops and then a sack to take them out of field goal range. Like that wins them the game. Kicking the extra point forces overtime, not missing an extra point forces overtime. There was a lot of things that they did, not just Nick Chubb going down the one-yard line. So I liked what I've seen from Cleveland, uh, but give me Pittsburgh. Give me Tomlin in the points on a short week. He just seems to get his guys ready. He seems to cover these things. I don't know who's going to win, but four and a half is a lot of points. Yeah, man. And so I told you I learned something from prime time. I, I love Cleveland in this game, right? Cleveland. Bounce back game. They should have won. Like you said, they had the weapons everywhere. Cooper's back. Hunt and Chubb. They're unbelievable. They're at home. The dog pound is pretty loud. And Steelers stink on offense with Mitch Trubisky. The receivers hate him. He's going to get benched. And they are different without TJ Watt. Like, this is an easy Cleveland game. Easy. Super easy. That's why it's. For me, there's it's a no brainer that I want Pittsburgh. It's 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 literally a no brainer for me. I I love Pittsburgh in this game. To be honest with you, man, I really think that Pickett this could be the Pickett game. I think Mitch could come out really slow, and this might be the Pickett game. I agree with you, Najee's hurt, but they just have so many weapons. Like I, I don't know, primetime Steelers 
versus the Cleveland Browns getting four and a half, Cleveland could still win this game. Cleveland by a field goal. Uh, that, that, that works for me. In, in an under game, this is going to be a gross game. Yeah, I don't know if we see uh, Mitch get benched this week, but I think there's a real shot next week with Zach Wilson versus Kenny Pickett. It's like, okay, you're trotting your young guy out there. We'll trot our young guy out there, and we'll just let the defenses try to go off. So I don't know about Thursday night, putting your rookie out there in prime time for everyone to see right off the bat, but, I mean, you never know. It wasn't Baker Mayfield, his coming out party, prime time against the Jets. Because Tyrod got hurt in that game, so it's worked for these AFC North teams before. Man, Tyrod owns the Jets, I feel like. Anyway, moving on to the Sunday slate. A a little spread out, not crazy. And and one thing I learned from last week, Greg, is when it comes to the NFL Sunday, I kill on one slate and then – get murdered on the other set. So I'm trying to stay balanced in terms of betting, but here, of course, we talk about every single game. And let's start off with my ride or die team this year. I absolutely, uh, against the spread, I'm going to love this team, especially that they don't even have a win on the board yet, and they've been playing so well. And all their weapons are starting to look good, as I predicted. Which and I have on the Mojo Market too, so I'm hyped when like Dame Pierce and Nico Collins get into it. Of course, I'm talking about the Houston Texans. The Houston oh, yeah. Texans are plus two and a half at the Chicago Bears, and dude, the Chicago Bears might be the worst team in the NFL. I know they played Green Bay last week, and I know it was prime time, so we all watched it. And Week One was the was the the bad Monsoon. weather game in San Francisco against Trey Lance. So he's done for the season. We'll get into that too. The San Francisco game. It's prime time this week. So I don't know, man. This this to me is super easy. This is one of my best bets, of course. Houston Texans plus two and a half. And the money line, they're going to get their first one of the year here. They're going to be one, one, and one. Chicago's going to be one and two. This is super easy for me. I love the Texans. Yeah, I like the Texans too. I just don't think the Bears have it. I think Justin Field is only making things worse for him with the comments after the game and press conferences. Is like, dude, just calm down, take your looks, and move on. You don't need to start t- trying to pit yourselves against the fans or whatever. That never worked out good for anyone in the history of sports. So, um, <laughs> take Houston. I'm with you. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Texans. I think are be getting points all season long. I think them and another team we'll talk about in this one o'clock window, if they're getting points, I think I'm taking them every single game, no matter who they're playing, because I just think they're better than what people think. And that leads to covering the spread. Go ahead. Don't bury the lead. What team are you talking about in the one o'clock slate? Detroit Lions. If they're getting points, I'm taking them, dude. Amon St. Brown is the real deal. I think Jared Goff is good. I don't think he's great, but I think he gets the job done. This offense has looked good. And I think that if you're getting points with the Browns or with the Lions, I didn't take them last week because they were giving points. I wasn't sure how sure I felt about that. I think next week they're going to be laying a touchdown. I was, uh, I will talk to it after we get through the picks because I started getting to like the look ahead line betting. Um, 
But if they're getting points, I'm taking them. So Detroit versus the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota off a terrible Monday night loss, minus five and a half. Minnesota, to me, again, this I said as soon as the Minnesota game was over, it's like whoever they're playing, if they're home, bounce back spot, I'm taking Minnesota. But then I saw it was Detroit. I think this is going to be high scoring. I think this is going to be a track meet. I think Minnesota is one of those teams that's really good at home on the turf. And then maybe when they get on the road on a grass field, they're not so good. I like Detroit, man. I love the points. This Listen, I understand why you like Detroit. I get it. Um, I love uh, St. Brown, Dan Campbell's fun to watch, Hard Knocks, Swift, Swift's Goff, good. Goff, friend of part of my take. <laughs> like, I, I, I understand why you like the Lions. Aiden Hutchinson, three sacks. Yeah. Hawkinson, not even really getting in the game, even though he has a bunch of targets, but he, like. Uh, points wise, like he's not actually catching, making that much of a difference. Jamison Williams will come back at some point and dominate. Yeah, I get why you like them. Minnesota stunk last week right in front of all everybody's eyes on the double Monday night. Dude, they got embarrassed. Okay, first of all, who didn't see that coming? I know I did. Run it back. Kirk Cousins in prime time. Yeah. Don't do it. No matter how good they looked week one, no matter he could look good for ten straight weeks. Kirk Cousins in week one, that's fine. Kirk Cousins at one p.m. That's no problem. That's amazing. Kirk Cousins in prime time, there's no, there's no chance. It was in now it, two and ten against the spread, and the only two covers have been against Chicago. Is that what? Is that that's a nice stat? Yeah, yeah, two and ten. I mean, some of those I think for one it was with Washington, but the only two teams. He's covered against in prime time. It's been Chicago. It's two and zero against the spread against Chicago in prime time. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> nice. like, yeah, keep, a funny keep, stat. Keep, keep, keep that in my pocket. Yeah, but dude, I love the Minnesota Vikings at home versus the Detroit Lions. With Detroit Lions, Aiden Hutchinson is hurt. They have another defensive end that's uh, hurt too. We'll see what happens by the end of the week. But Aiden Hutchinson being hurt is a big deal. He's a rookie. True. You know he. He, he used a lot of that engine last week. So, you know, you got to keep it kind of steady. We'll see what happens there. Another defensive end got hurt. One of their safeties was limited in practice. Hawk was also limited with a hip. We mentioned him, but he didn't make that big of a deal. DeAndre Swift is going to be hurt all year. Looks like um, he's, he's still hurt, but he's practicing. I love Minnesota, dude. Minnesota at home. Bounce back week. You know who Detroit doesn't have on their defense? Darius Slight. They used to. But sure. he's no longer he's no longer there. Ikoda, he's fine. He's not going to guard Justin Jefferson. Even Thielen got in there. You know what I mean? I know he picked up kind of garbage time, but he was good. The tight ends dropped a lot of passes. Uh, Irv dropped passes. Can't be wearing number eighty four in the Vikings and dropping passes. Literally disgusting. Yep. Dalvin Cook is going to get in the game. Madison dropped a bunch of passes. Kirk Cousins is going to look good, dude. Kirk Cousins is going to come back here, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my goodness, Kirk Cousins." This line doesn't make any. I mean, it, it, it's it's priced well, but I I just love it. I love Minnesota at home here. I don't think this is a joke. I think the Joe Schmo pick here for the first time in a long time is the Detroit Lions. I love the Vikings this week. I can't oh, believe I don't you don't. Know. I, don't I can't know believe you don't. Uh, the public's on them. They looked amazing last week. Everyone talking about how Mont St. Brown's the best fantasy player. 
He is. I have Hill, him, and <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Diggs on our dynasty team, so watch out in dynasty. Everybody's um, all over I see the money split. I see it 50-50. I see 95% of the money on the over. I do like the over. So when there's going to be, I, I agree. I, I agree with everything you said. All you, all you said so far was that the, the Vikings are going to be good on offense and score. I agree. I just think the, the, the Lions are also going to be good on offense and score. I think neither of these defenses are really that impressive. So when it's going to be high scoring, just give me the points. I like them. I like another team that I think is going to be a high scoring game in the one o'clock slate. And I'm taking the points with them as well, because if it's going to be 42 to 36, it's like, okay, that's a push. Like if it's going to be high scoring and you're giving me six or six and a half or five and a half points, I'll just take the points. Hope that it's close. Hope it comes down to a one score game. Put me on the record as not believing that Detroit can score a lot of points this week. Okay. Moving on to a, another team that you just mentioned, right? You mentioned Diggs. You mentioned Hill. Going up against each other, man. In, With in just my Bowl. luck, this game's going to go on there. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> so we got Buffalo Bills 2-0 at Miami 2-0 on top of the AFC East. Miami getting six. So this should be easy. Right, Miami. They're both tied. Miami looked amazing last week. Talking about you talked about two at the top, and what did you learn? He might be good. He had six touchdowns last week. What Dude, do you think? I watched the breakdown. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the breakdown with Hasselback on the Pat McAfee show, but they did like a ten minute segment breaking it down, and I became. One Uh-oh. one I saw the video. Do you see the Twitter video of it flipped? I'm going right, yeah. Of him yes. going righty. And that that I was like, oh my god, this guy is a highest bid winner. <laughs> like, of course he looks like an absolute NFL stud. Then I saw Hasselback breaking it down, and I was just like, dude, I think two is the real deal. Like he's like the decision making was insane. The way he moves right to left, scans the field, finds his guy, throws it in the right spot where it's their team or nobody's catching the ball. Like a lot of things went well. I don't know if it's going to keep up over the course of 18 weeks, but again, I said high scoring games. Give me the points. I'm going with Miami. This 85% of the money's on the Bills. The Bills look like the best team football seen in a while. Wow. I love the, I love the Dolphins in this one. It's in Miami. It's going to be a lot of points, points, points. It's one of the highest totals of the, of the, of the slate and 80% of the money's on the over. So it's going to keep going up. I love the six points here. Does Xavier Howard not playing change anything for you? I was thinking about making it a best bet. Yes, it does. I don't know. Is, is he limited in practice or is he not practicing? Pro Football Talk had, uh, had an article about him. And usually that means it's uh, Mrs. Practice with a groin injury. Yeah, so we'll keep that. We'll keep that in mind. But does that change anything for you? Is that material for you? A little bit, but honestly, it's it's the same thing as the Lions and the the Vikings thing. Like I'm not betting on the Dolphins because of their defense. I think it might help to slow down Diggs because Diggs looks like, as he said, him. Um, <laughs> there we go. So I don't know. I also don't know what the whole him thing's about. It's like, dude. <laughs> Everyone says it. Like, let's get over it. Let's find something else to say. Um, I don't know if Gabe uh, Davis is back for Buffalo. Again, we're recording a little. I think late. he will be. Yeah, I think he will be too. But he was a surprise uh, scratch last week. 
Especially yeah. after playing Thursday night and then playing on Monday night, it's like you almost had you know two weeks to to get healthy and ready. And I didn't see anything where he got hurt in the Thursday night game, so I was kind of surprised by it. But dude, I think it's just going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be points, points, points. So give me the points plus six. I thought I was being slick here by taking Buffalo minus six because no. I saw. Both teams 2-0. Miami looked amazing last week with a comeback. Everyone loving Tua. And I'm getting six. But honestly, Xavier Howard, to be honest with you, is a material change for me. That's a big deal. Is Mitch Morse coming back? Is he fine? The linebacker for the Bills? No, the center. Oh. He got hurt. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, GVR in there. Dude, I don't know. I'm getting a little nervous when we're talking about it because my buddy who's trying to get into gambling was talking to me about this late already yesterday. Yeah, well, who does he like? Who does he like? Yes, tell me. Dude, he's hot. He is hot. He oh, had a, yeah, a sick parlay like? on the Bills. That's fine. That's fine. Who does he like? He likes the Bills. And I was yeah, just like, everybody likes the Bills. <laughs> okay. And he was, he was like, but my one friend likes Miami. Like, who do you like? And I was like, I think that if you take Miami, you're trying to be the smartest guy in the room. I think if you take the Bills, you're just betting on the best team in football and you're just trying to play it safe. Do I think that Miami has a chance of covering? Of course, anything can happen on Sunday. But I think if you take Miami, you're trying to show off a little bit and try to be the smartest guy in the room. Now I'm taking Miami and I'm a little nervous about it. But after looking at the games and everything, like I said, I think it's just high. It's going to be high scoring. Take the points when it's high scoring. Because chances are it's not going to be like the Bills Titans game where Miami scores 14 points. I no, think it's nothing will be, be like that. 30 and 30. Buffalo's not going to drop 41 on them. All right. Can I have a contingency? If Xavier Howard plays, I like Miami. If he doesn't, I like the Bills. Perfect. Speaking of injury reports, and this one is funny because, again, everybody hates Indy now. Everybody hates them. All one and one, the same record as Houston. They suck, right? And they, they, they got smacked by Jacksonville. We had that. And why do we have that, Greg? Why has Indy been the easiest bets for us the last couple of years? Why? I don't know. They suck. They no, suck against the division. Because of Leonard. When Shaq uh-huh. Leonard yeah, doesn't right. play, they stink. It's we true. do it. <laughs> it, it, it. He changed his name. People forgot. Yep. But from Darius Leonard to Shag, to Shag Darius Leonard, when he doesn't play, the Colts stink. All right. And last week, they also didn't have Pittman or Pierce. They were, and I, like an idiot, put some money in the mojo market on Paris Campbell. Two targets, zero catches. Give me a damn break, Paris Campbell. You're the only damn wide receiver out there. It's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, Buckner, he's going to play. Nguaku, he's going to play. Alec Pierce, practice fully on Wednesday. Leonard, full practice on Wednesday. You know what that means, Greg. You know, the Colts are desperate. They're healthy. Finally, on both sides of the ball. Best running back in the league. Kansas City secondary, very bad. Very yeah. bad, especially against tight ends, too. And they so lost a linebacker, right? A linebacker on their team got suspended for four games for, like, outside conduct. Do you see that? That was a weird story. No, I didn't see it. It was a linebacker. I think his last name's Gay. 
and he got charged over the summer with like criminal destruction of property totaling a thousand dollars and they suspended him for four games so people started digging into it and i guess the story is according to people online so who knows how real it is talking about a vacuum right yeah that he broke like a <laughs> vacuum and he broke like a couple other things that told a thousand dollars but i guess there was a thing about how he pushed his wife or girlfriend onto a couch so is that was it a domestic abuse? What was going on there? Three month old kid was there crying. Like I don't know how much of the story is sure, sure Twitter stuff or real or what. But to me, it seems weird for a thousand dollars in damages equaling four games. So it was a very big suspension from the NFL for what seems yeah, like a weird. It's probably some details that we just don't know about. Exactly. So again, you're missing a, your secondary is not great for since uh for Kansas City. You, you lose a starting linebacker. You know, I think that they have some holes. Is Pittman was Pittman a participant in practice this week for Indy? Oh, uh, let me check. I uh, I know Pierce was. I know. I saw Pierce. I I saw. Yeah, Shaq. he returned to practice. Limited, limited, but he's back. But still, to me, it's it's Indy all the way. The six and a half. If it gets to seven, it's definitely going to be. Might be upgraded to a best bet because yeah, everyone's on Kansas City. Kansas City just look has looked just as good as they have in years past, but I think that defense is a little suspect. This is just a must-win game for Indy. You can't start out. It's gonna be oh two and one in that division. Like you have a chance still to win this division if you're if you're Indy, you have to get it done. So I kind of like them outright. Might think about them in a hail mary parlay, but. Definitely give me a six and a half points here, dude. I think I think the, I think this is going to be my last best bet. Yeah, but they have to win. Everyone's on Kansas City too. I love that. They look really, so bad. I love that actually. But again, as we said, we knew that they were going to look bad. We've been on the Colts. We've been we've been right about the Colts. This entire time. You still think they can win 10 games? They're in my 10-game parlay, and I'm a little nervous about it. I like the money line for the Colts this week. Okay. I think that Kansas City is going to lose their first game. I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Especially in a Hail Mary. Like I said, in my Hail Mary parlay, I don't think I have it, but I don't hate it. All right, moving on to uh, – honestly, this was my last best bet, which I moved out for Indy. And it's the Las Vegas Raiders, minus one and a half at the Tennessee Titans, which might be the worst game of the entire week. It's crazy, but it's true. (laughs) Definitely a a high candidate. And again, Tennessee Titans, number one team in the the, the East. And they have seen – Last year, 0-2, man. They got embarrassed. My issue is they lost Terrell Lawan. But Las Vegas' O-line looks really bad. But I don't know if that Cardinals-Raiders game was really indicative of this of these Raiders, man. I don't think they're that bad. I think Devontae Adams, they're trying to force the ball to him a lot, which is a little annoying. But I think Vegas is going to get it together. Their O-line just is so bad. 
But Las yeah. Vegas is minus one and a half at Tennessee. What do you like here, man? I I, I like Vegas at first, uh, like as a best bet at first. I downgraded it for Indy because I just love Indy spot. But I I love Vegas here, dude. What am I missing? I'm with you in the same boat. Like I like Vegas a lot too. I'm trying to find it here to figure out what that money is because that might not fifty fifty. Um, uh, I see Vegas opened as plus one. They're now minus one. So that's interesting to me if the money is 50-50. Why is the line moving two or three points right now? Um, dude, I just don't I just don't know what you got in Tennessee. Like it's Derrick Henry or nothing. And the offensive yeah, line. But again, Burks. Hooper. But do you though? Like Burks is good, but he's not like destroying people like he's had like his first game I think wasn't very good I think last game he had 60 yards no touchdowns it's like you know he's not faster than everyone he's not bigger than anyone he can't jump higher than anyone so what do you you know he's good Robert Woods is good too but they're not special in any way they're not special like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson was coming out of the draft Garrett Wilson in this draft looks special Olave could be special. Pickens could be special because they're they have a they have a trait that's top tier. I don't see any trait that's top tier for Burke. So I don't know. You know, I don't see him going for two hundred yards or one hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. Like in college, he was really good because he was faster than everyone. Now he goes to the NFL and he's just as fast as everyone. So it's all about the yards after catch, especially in college, which is why I thought he was a target for the Jets. To be honest, yeah, and he was. It was after the yards after the catch, and he was also running people over. Like the, yeah, you huge. know, the NFL people are a lot bigger than college people. He's still so. bigger though than the cornerbacks in the NFL, which is funny. He's he's yeah. huge. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm with you though. I I like Vegas to to come out here one and two in Tennessee to go zero oh, and three and that division, like you said. Wide open, bro. If Tennessee's 0-3 and, and Houston w- beats Chicago, they're 1-1-1 one, one, and, one, and they're dogs. And then Indy wins as dogs 1-1-1. One, one, one. I mean, this division <laughs> is a classic. <laughs> yeah, it's wide open. I mean, what you talked about the, the uh, Texans winning the division at plus 2,000, plus 3,000, whatever it was. I'm all over the Texans. Man, that looks like a great bet. I have a question for you about the Titans. You talked about the Titans starting out 0-3. After that, they have the Colts, Commanders, Colts, Texans, Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, Eagles. There's a couple wins in there. There's a couple wins in there, but that 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 Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, <laughs> Eagles. That's a tough slate. That gets you to December... 11th. Let me tell you something. Two wins maybe by December 11th. Let me tell you something, Greg. Malik Willis from Liberty. Not the guy. He's exactly what I thought he was. (laughs) He's not not him, as people (laughs) say now, apparently. No, he's he's a quarterback from Liberty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's who he is. Yeah. So I, it just got me thinking a little bit. Uh, right now, you can bet the Tennessee Titans plus twenty six hundred worst record in the NFL. After How much? Plus twenty six hundred. Right now. Right now, you can bet it on Fanduel. So that was one of my little. Uh, I told you before the show there was a couple things I was looking at for a little outside the box bets. 
I like that. I kind of like that, that. especially because after that five-game stretch, like I said, you get into December. And don't get me wrong, you still have the Jaguars twice, the Chargers, the Texans again, and the Cowboys. But there's a legit shot that you might go, hey, we have two wins and it's December. Let's let Malik Willis just run this thing out. Let's get a good pick next year. Let's get him some practice and get him some game experience and try it again next year because unless they rattle off three or four wins right now, they're in trouble, I think. And I don't see how they do it. They don't have a defense. They don't have a secondary. I love uh, Amari Hooker. Hooper, Hooker or Hooper? Um, as their free safety there, because I have Malik, him on. Malik Hooker. Austin Hooper. Malik the Hooker. The tight end. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Ohio State. Shout out. I like him a lot, especially because I have him on, on my uh, Amani Hooker. Amani Hooker. Have him my uh, Madden Ultimate Team, and he's a stud there. He's a stud in real life. Should have had an interception again last week. Oh, yes. Yeah, safety from. Yeah, safety there. Iowa. Okay. Okay. Iowa. Um, Amani Hooker. Yeah. So, again, I just don't know. Besides him on defense, they lost their they lost their linebacker that's, that had a ton of sacks last year. Yeah. They don't have a ton They're of leading production. tackler, which according to you doesn't matter. You still want to be no, no, no. It does matter. You still want to be the league leader in tackles. That's bad. I don't care what anyone says. Everyone talks about CJ Mosley. You don't want to be leading the league in tackles. That's not good. All right. Um, So yeah, that's just a little interesting bet for the Titans out there. If you think they're going to be in trouble, which I think they do, I'm putting fifty bucks to win thirteen hundred on them to have the worst record in the NFL. I think I put a hundred bucks on it actually to win two grand. Yeah, it's not bad. I like that, man. They're zero and two. Yeah, they're 0-2, and they have a legit shot going 0-3. And if you look at the other 0-2 teams, you know they might have a little bit of easy schedule. Dude, you, you're, the, you're the one seed last year. You're going to be playing the best teams from every division that you play. Great it's point. Like, you're, Great you have point. a tough schedule. So the other 0-2 team, again, we mentioned Vegas. They, they should beat them this week. And Houston, we have them both as winning the game outright versus the Bears. Yeah. All right, you mentioned C.J. Mosley. You got the the zero and two Cincinnati Bengals, another zero zero and two team, but they're favored on the road by five and a half against the New York Jets. New York Jets, of course, the miracle win last week, incredible, but not the miracle cover. To be honest with you, the six and a half. I mean, he missed the extra point, so I, okay, I guess that's a miracle. Uh, but you yeah. know, the touchdown that was just the Jets trying and the Browns being bad. <laughs> so as soon as he missed the extra point, I literally tweeted out, this is a classic Jets cover game right now, six and a half. They're about to score and close out the game. I did not see the onside kick and the touchdown coming. But as soon as we got the onside kick, I saw the touchdown coming. So I think that's back-to-back years. I think week one or week two, I had like a huge ticket. I, I hedged it out. I made a bunch of money, and I threw another bet in on the alternate line live Jets. And I think... Corey Davis again just scored a meaningless touchdown late in the game. Yeah. We were down like three or two touchdowns, and we just covered the alternate line. I think I had a plus nine and a half. He's about and no. uh, yeah, he's he's like that man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how much credence you could really take into that Jets win. If we were zero two right now, this would have been a huge poop factor game, as Bill Simmons likes to call it. With Cincinnati 0-2 and the Jets 0-2, this would have been a uh, this would have been this spread would have been minus ten 
by the way. Yeah. Uh, however, home teams this year catching over a touchdown are doing really well against the spread. I don't have the exact number, so I don't want to give it out, but they're doing exceptionally well. This is not exactly a, a touchdown. What's the over-under in this game? Over-under in this The Jets game. have the worst safeties in the NFL. I think they're 29th against the deep uh, against the pass because of the deep ball. It's 45 and it opened at 43. 70% of the money is on the over. Yeah, I love the over, man. I, this is one of the first Jets games I love the over in because we can't guard anyone. Joe Burrow's going to toss it. Oh, oh my goodness. Everybody loves Cincinnati, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm taking the Jets here. 93% of the money's on the... Wow, I love the Jets then. Wow, I love the Jets. Okay, so it's I Nick all day, number one. So the fans are going to be hyped. That's a big deal in MetLife. We have confidence against the Cincinnati Bengals, which as a Jets fan, I can tell you it's a, it's a different feel when the Jets and the fans have confidence that we can beat a team going in. First one, we think we're about to get crushed. I mean, you know, we can even feel the difference when it's like the, you know, we felt it with the Bills games when we think we're going to beat them and it's close. Or we felt the one where we, or we think we're going to get crushed. Same thing with the Patriots. Same thing with like Green Bay preseason, even like we yeah. know we're going to get crushed. We get crushed, dude. Man. After beating Cincinnati last year, I think we have a lot of confidence against them. And I, for some reason, think the Jets are going to be playing with their back against the wall. Even though they had their win with Joe Flacco, who is by PFF third, passing yards third in the league, top 15 all-around quarterback by every single measurement. I think maybe top 12. Insane. The linebackers sucked for the Jets in coverage. The safeties suck in coverage. Everything else is pretty damn solid. And the one thing that isn't being mentioned anywhere, this is the Carl Lawson revenge game. True. He has been doing okay off his Achilles, but I think he's going to come up really big today, or today, this week. I think the Jets can go 2-1, and one, man. I think the Jets could outright beat the Cincinnati Bengals, which I know is crazy because how are the Bengals going to go 0-3? Their offensive line is so bad. Their defense just isn't what it was last year. They like to sling the ball. They're going to sling the ball. I love the over. I like the Jets. I love the over. Yeah, I like the Jets too. I don't know how I feel about the over just because, I mean, was it Joe Burrow's been sacked 13 times? He leads the league in sacks. But we, we can't stop a nosebleed in the secondary, man. Something's got to give. Something's got to. Something does have to give because either we're going to sack them or Jamar Chase is going to go for two hundred yards. I'm getting frustrated watching teams just on third down or in the red zone just move a tight end or get the matchup on our linebackers and just kill us. It's getting really frustrating. Even if it's on Jacob Martin, who's like one of supposed you know our free agent, but he's he's supposed to be rushing the ball. They make him go into coverage. Yeah. I don't know. I like since I like since I like Burrow this week. I think Burrow's gonna have a nice comeback week, but I think the Jets five and a half is a lot, dude. Cincinnati by a field goal. Okay. Yeah, I just I just I think the range of outcomes is extreme for both teams. So that's why I'm taking the points in this one. I think that Cincinnati can just absolutely 
lay a goose egg again and go 0-3 just because they haven't figured out this offensive line yet. I mean, this offensive line is looking like the worst offensive line in the league. Um, you know what, Greg? And, this is my officially what am I missing pick of the week. Oh, I got Official. one later. 0-2 minus 5.5 on the road. Yeah, I mean, to me, that just that just screams that Vegas is very confident in the Bengals. The Bengals. It's kind of like that Michigan State line in college that we talked about on the college episode. So if you're not watching, if you're just here for the NFL, you got to check out the college stuff because it's we're college. We're college. College were red hot, but you guys, <laughs> yeah. you and Chip sniffed out that Michigan State being plus three on the road, ranked in the top 25 against Washington, who's unranked. Washington absolutely destroyed them. So I think this is kind of like that. I think the Jets also, too, you got to remember, we're one and one. We easily could be 0 and 2. Um, and the Bengals also could easily be 1 and 1. The block uh, goal from against that Dallas game. And even they could be 2 and 0. So, um, I think their offensive line is just so bad. I think DJ Reed has been really good. I think our secondary has been good, excluding safeties. So I have cornerback so good. Yeah, I have some confidence. This is Gardner. This is Gardner and Reed, really. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We need we need the other thing too about the safeties though. We'll get into on the Jets preview. Go check that out. NextJetsEtcetera.com on YouTube. Um, Dude, we're asking so much of Whitehead. He's in on every tackle. He's covering guys deep. He's tackling people in the backfield. He's sacking. He's passing the. He's rushing the passer. Dude, he's doing everything on defense. It's insane. He's like hurt. Joiner, what are you doing? Like you got to do something. If this guy's doing everything, you got to do Joyner, something. Joiner's literally in on every negative play, like negative for the Jets, positive for the other team. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, um, I like the Jets in this one. I don't know if I said it already or if I said it three times. Give me the Jets plus the five and a half points. Like I said, the range of outcomes for both. This could easily be a bad bet. Like by halftime, we could be down twenty-one nothing, or we could have seventeen-three as usual. Yeah, or we could be 14-14. We could be going tit for tat with the reigning AFC champions. So I'm sneaky thinking about going to this game. I like the points. Sneaky thinking about going to this game. Spending Just remember, they have it circled on their calendar, too. We embarrassed them last year with Hall of Famer Mike White. So I might embarrass them again. Baltimore Ravens, minus two and a half at New England. This this line is crazy to me too, man. I don't understand what's happening here. I'm not sure why on earth New England is less than a field goal here. Like Baltimore should be minus seven in this game. Baltimore is very good. Is it because they couldn't close it out versus Miami? Possibility. I was also I'm trying to look it up real quick. Has Baltimore ever has Lamar Jackson ever won in New England? I think that's the stat I saw today. That they've in never they never won in New England. Um, Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, since Lamar's been there, obviously. And I think that the Patriots might be crushing the Ravens head to head in the last few years. Um uh, no, it was underdogs. Underdogs are 7-2-1 against the spread in the last 10 games, Baltimore versus New England. They beat them in 2020, pa- the week 10 at the Patriots, 23-20. Okay. Yeah, uh, Lamar, two touchdowns, interception, 24-34, 250 yards. Okay, so it wasn't 55 that yards on the ground. 
Um, yeah, it's underdogs, man. Underdogs seven and two. It's pretty good. Um, last 10 games, uh, home team getting points. I never count out Bill Belichick. He's been great think, on defense. I think 13 and a half points for in both games. Yeah. Their offense sucks, but I, I, but the Baltimore defense sucks. Like it's crazy. The Baltimore defense, like I said, I was watching that Hasselback breakdown. Baltimore defense is doing way too much. They're doing crazy exotic blitzes. The secondary, the safeties or the cornerbacks are just not covering people. I mean, I, it's, it's insane. So, um, I like New England in this one at home, getting points off a, off a decent win last week to get them going in the right direction against Pittsburgh. I think this is another chance for them to keep moving in the right direction. Baltimore, I'm nervous about them, man. I'm nervous about that defense. I thought, I thought it was going to be a ton of injuries last year. And everyone's going to be back and be healthy and rocking and rolling. I mean, they looked pretty good against us week one. They looked absolutely terrible in the second half last week. Uh, uh, you know, I'm like I said, I'm nervous about the Ravens. So give me New England at home getting points. I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be low scoring. So give me yeah. the points. Yeah, I, I even if it's ugly and low scoring. I just got to roll with the Ravens special teams, best punter and kicker combination in the league, in my opinion. Yep. And that's why I, I, I and th- under three is, is good with me. I'll put that up on a shirt. It's last game of the one, last game of the 1 p.m. slate. This one is a disgusting game. Oh, it's two more games. Sorry. This one is a disgusting game to me, though. New Orleans with Winston Hurt at Carolina 0-2, another 0-2 team. Carolina plus two and a half. And this might be my whole, whole the nose pick of the week. Yeah. Because Carolina stinks. Uh, everybody wa- is watching Baker Mayfield confused as hell as how this guy literally a year and a half ago was being played, was being deemed the best quarterback in the league. Everyone's making fun of the Jets. The Browns finally found their guy. And now he's literally about to lose his second job. And the guy behind him, Sam Darnold, he's looking like he might have a chance to start this year at this point, right? You you have weapons, you have C-Mac, you have a couple nice wide receivers. You got, you just drafted an O-lineman from Carolina. Shout out NC State. Yep. I love Carolina this week, dude. It kind of depends if Kamara's back for the Saints. They just look so bad. Like, what's going to happen? Taysom Hill is going to be the quarterback? If Winston's out? Winston looks so bad, dude. Dude, well, yeah, I don't know if they're better with or without Winston. I think Taysom Hill was okay last year. Like, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket is their, is their real backup. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine he's going to do anything. But, dude, Carolina, for me, it's easy. It's a must-win game for them. If they lose this game, if they lose this game bad, I think Matt Rule's gone. Plus points at home, division rival. Give me Carolina. I think again it's gonna be low scoring. I think it's gonna be ugly. But dude, I can't believe that they they want Sam Darnold back. But again, I just can't because I had the Carolina Panthers last year. I can't stop thinking about them. Would you before CMC got hurt? They were three and zero. Their defense was good. I think JC Horn got hurt too as well. Yeah. Dude, they look so good. They lose two key pieces. One, their whole offense was CMC. And then their shutdown corner on defense. 
Sam Darnold started getting banged up. A couple other people got banged up, and it just fell off the rails. So who's our little linebacker? Oh man, I can't believe his name has slipped my mind right now. Thomas, Thompson, Shaq Thompson, Shaq Thompson. Um, but yeah, also to Carolina, I saw the thing today: eight, eight consecutive game losing streak, longest active streak in the NFL. Like I said, I think it's he. I think uh, Matt Rule's coaching for his job. And give me the points, Carolina at home. Uh, it is my hold your nose pick because Frankie Louvo starts. He's a star. He's a starting star linebacker, man. He got caught from the Jets. Crazy. <laughs> he was our special teams guy. So yeah, they're they're looking rough. They have a terrible coach. He's going to get fired. It just depends on when. But I agree, this is a must win for him. Yeah, you're saying this is your hold your nose pick of the week. I forgot to mention earlier we were talking about Indianapolis because I was so excited about Shaq Tom's or uh, uh, Shaq Leonard being back. Indy is my hold my nose pick of the week. Take the points, hold your nose, take take Carolina, take Indianapolis. I love Indy, one of my best bets, as we mentioned. And now for the last game of the one o'clock slate, the Super Bowl bound Philadelphia Eagles, right? God willing, from your <laughs> mouth to God's ears. <laughs> 2-0, minus 6.5, had an unbelievable game Monday night at Washington. Washington plus 6.5. They just look so bad, dude. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because Chase Young isn't there. I don't know if, if it's Carson Wentz. I don't know if it's just the, the the color of their jerseys. Like I don't know what it is about them. They stink. Yeah, talking about people getting fired, I think Jack Del Rio's gone soon as well. I mean, Dude, I don't he, understand why he's there, bro. He's I don't so know. bad as a D coordinator. It was weird signing to begin with. I think him and just uh, Riverboat Ron are just good pals and buddies. I love Riverboat Ron, though. Yeah, I like him too. But then he, dude, he had the weird thing of the January 6th comments Jack Del Rio did that rubbed people the wrong way. This defense absolutely sucking when they have a million first round picks on defense last year, rub people the wrong way. Them, again, starting off this year with a terrible defense is rubbing people the wrong way. I just don't I just don't see how you stick around in Washington if you just can't get this defense right. And it just puts a lot of pressure on the offense, which I think the offense is pretty good, man. I like Jahan Dotson. I obviously love Scary Terry. I don't hate Carson Wentz. I think he is the widest range of outcomes at the quarterback position in the NFL. Um... I like Gibson. I think the offensive line's okay. I love Logan Thomas when he's healthy. I like I like Washington, but dude, I think Philly's just a world beater. I think they're just as good as anybody in the league right now. Um, six, seven, whatever the spread is in this one, I'm okay with uh, laying it with Philadelphia. Even though, like you were saying, I think this is a huge letdown spot for Philly after a big win. You're talking about home team getting you know a touchdown is being great against the spread. Maybe the sharp pick is Washington here because Washington has looked so bad. Phillies look so good. Now you're at a division game at home on the grass. Maybe the sharp pick is Washington, but I think Philadelphia is one of those teams you have to bet every week until they start looking bad because they look like they could beat anybody. I agree with you there. I actually agree with that entire analysis. I have nothing to add there, but I still like Philly. Uh, Just like you. I, I think Washington is a smart bet, but I hate Washington. So I'm rolling with Philly. I've been right on Philly the first two weeks here. But this feels like a typical John Philly bet where I don't know. Everyone loves Philly, but it's 50-50 on the map. But to me, everybody should love Philly, especially after last week. It's easy Philly here, which means this is a classic John can't get Philly right. 
I'm but, making Philly. So I'm no. making Philly a best bet for me before we move on to the four o'clock slate. They're like gonna be my that. first bet bet of the best bet of the day. I like that. I like that. What's your what's your what's your best first best what's your second best bet of the day and your first best bet <clears throat> of the four p.m. slate? The Los Five Angeles here. the Los Angeles Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. Dude, what is this line minus three and a half at Arizona? What's going on here? I don't know. I think maybe just because of the huge comeback last week. I mean, if Arizona loses that game 28 to, <laughs> to seven or to 10 or whatever it was, whatever it could have been, I think this spread is like seven instead of three and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half, maybe even. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So I love, I love the Rams in this. There's some stat out there. I think the Rams are seven oh and one against Arizona since Sean McVay has been there. Nice. I like that. I think they're just, there's the better team overall. Three and a half seems easy to me. It seems like they're baiting you to try to pick Arizona because like, oh, you're your home team getting the hook. I think the Rams come out and kill these guys. New Call of Duty beta this weekend. We talked about Call of Duty and uh, Kyler Murray last week, but I mean, everyone has, but it is true. There is a beta coming out this week. So third person, he might be checking that out. I'm a little nervous about that. So give me the Rams in this case. You worried about how the Rams look last week? No. I think they looked okay. I think they just led up against the Atlanta Falcons because who does it when you're up four touchdowns or four scores or whatever it was. And the Falcons just made a couple of plays to get back in the game. I don't think it was ever in doubt um, for them winning. So, no, I'm not too worried about them. Allen Robinson looked like he was doing okay. To me, it looked like a correction game. Like Allen Robinson looked okay. Cam Akers looked okay because people were talking about how bad they were week one. I think they'll get it right going forward, the Rams. I think they're still, I don't know if they are the favorite to win the division, but I think they will win this division. And it starts against Arizona this Sunday. All right, let's stay in division here. Seattle at home. Pick them versus the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, another 0-2 team. What's their odds for the worst record? I feel like they are another candidate here, especially if they start starting their rookie, Desmond Ritter, at some point here. If Mariota, Mariota's Falcons never are towards the season. top. Houston Texans are plus three hundred. The Falcons are plus three forty. Oh yuck! Yeah, okay. not that great. Okay, so they're pick'em versus Seattle. I know Seattle sucked last week. I know they're unbelievable week one. You could chalk that up to maybe Jamal Adams playing for a little bit and then maybe them playing for him. Of course, the Russell Wilson game. But, yo, Seattle has a legitimate home field advantage. If Russell Wilson literally could not snap the ball, I I have a feeling that Marcus Mariota is going to have a real issue there. I'd love Seattle minus one. I'm the under. But what what do you like here? And, yo, dude, they've been running the ball pretty well. Travis Homer getting in there. Kenneth Walker about to get yeah, it rolling. He was back here. He's back from injury, getting a start. I like Seattle on this one, and I can never pick the Atlanta games right, so I'm picking Atlanta because I think Seattle, I think this could be a what am I missing pick. I think Seattle looks okay. I do not think Atlanta looks okay. Like I said, it was garbage time points last mm-hmm. week. Don't let it fool you that they covered 10 points. Um I I don't like what I see from Atlanta on offense or on defense. Sounds like they're calling Will Compton to come play linebacker for him already. It's freaking week two. Like, Jesus. So, <laughs> I, love that. Um, Boys. 
I, yeah, I like Seattle in this one. So therefore, I'm taking Atlanta. I'm trying to fade myself in real time like you did last week. It worked out well for you in the primetime feed in real times. That's fair. So, trying to do the same thing with Atlanta here. That's fair. It just makes me like Atlanta more. It makes me like Seattle more that you are fading. I like let's Seattle. Go the, let's go to the 405 game that we skipped here where it's the Jacksonville Jaguars plus seven at the LA Chargers. I love the LA Chargers defense this year. But Herbert seemed to have gotten hurt, man. Messed up ribs. It's going to take him a couple games, even if he plays. I know he looked a little heroic uh, covering that spread last week. But I love Jacksonville plus seven. So do I. Until we see Herbert healthy, I think you have to bet against. Seven points just seems crazy to me. To me, that like indicates that like Vegas knows something and they know that Herbert's completely fine. But I don't think you're completely fine after getting your rib cartilage fractured. I think that's a pain. It, I think it hurts to breathe. I think it hurts to run. It definitely hurts to get hit. Jackson get a shot before the game. Yeah, shot from the guy that killed Tyre, almost killed Tyrod <laughs> Taylor. So you know, I, don't, I wouldn't trust that shot. Um, give me Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's look pretty impressive. Yes, they're on the road. Yes, they have to travel from Duval County all the way out to L.A. But I'm not scared of the Chargers at home. I'm scared of the Chargers when Justin Herbert's 100%. Justin Herbert's not 100%. So give me Jacksonville. Give me the points. Who's their backup? The Chargers backup? It's not Will Greer, is it? That's uh, that's Cowboys? No, it's... um, Chase Daniel. It's a veteran. Is it Chase Daniel? It's a veteran guy, yeah. This one's a tough one for me. I mean, I, I like Jacksonville. I, I, listen, if Herbert was playing, I would love the seven. But because yeah, if Herbert of, was a hundred percent, this is an easy Chargers bet. Yeah, the problem is he's not. So give me Jacksonville plus seven here. Almost a hold your nose pick. Going to the four twenty five, and this is a really interesting stat here, man. On this Green Bay Tampa Bay game. Because it's Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. And the under is there. What is it? Last I checked, it was at 39 and a half. What do you got it at? I see the under for 41 and a half. 41 and a half. Yeah. All right. So I think I, I think I saw that it might reach 39 and a half by, by Sunday. It's 41 and a half right now. How interesting is that? Might be the lowest total for either of these guys, right? In a normal weathered game. Yeah. It's, I think it's really funny. Uh, but dude, I, I, I think Tampa stinks. Everybody still loves them. Every time I listen to anyone, they still have Tampa at the top. They love Tampa so much. They're so <clears> injured <throat> that they, they're getting Cole Beasley back. I think they seriously are so injured and they're so bad. The center that came in for Jensen, he's playing well. Shout out to him. I love. I don't like Green Bay in general. I love Green Bay in this game. I do too. I mean, I was thinking about putting this in a parlay, my Hail Mary parlay, because Green Bay is plus two, two and a half. Like at least a tease. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, great teaser option for sure. Um, but yeah, I just don't. I just don't know how Tampa Bay is going to get it done on offense. I mean, it's going to be the Cole Beasley and Scotty Miller show. It's crazy. I think the def- Tampa Bay defense is good. I think Green Bay defense is good. That's why it's a low total. That's why most of the money, 80% of the money is on the under. Um, 
but I just think Green Bay has more options on offense. So I like Green Bay in this one, even though it's on the road in Tampa Bay. We saw was it we saw Green Bay go on the road somewhere early in the season last year and absolutely stink. It's a, a Saint was it? Think it was the Saints for some reason. But it was like know. a neutral site though, right? Because it was outside. I don't know. Am I making that up? I'll look that up while we talk about the next game because the next game is my final best bet of the day. Prime time. <clears throat> Trey Lance is out. Shout out to San Francisco from for holding on to Jimmy G and getting off the Trey Lance train without a PR issue. They got better. Sunday Night Football. Denver, mile high. Russell Wilson at home was getting booed last week. I love Denver plus one and a half, dude. I absolutely love them. What do you what do you think here? Oh, I'm opposite. I'm opposite of you on this. I love San Francisco on this one. All this Trey Lance talk, Trey Lance this, Jimmy G that, all this shit just ends immediately in week two of the NFL season. And we just have Jimmy G for the rest of the year. I think they're, I, I, I took them before the season, um, conference and Super Bowl picks. I think that they're just as good as they were last year. I think their defense is legit. I think they have legitimate weapons on offense. And I think Jimmy G gives them a better chance to win right now than Trey Lance does. I think Trey Lance was the future and they were trying to get to the future. I think Jimmy G is fine, man. I, I think he's going to be okay. I can't believe this is my one of my missing pick of the week as well as my final best bet because Denver's looked atrocious to start the year. I don't know how it's a one point spread. I, I can't figure that out. George Kittle's limited. San Francisco can't win without George Kittle, which I think is pretty funny. They won last week without him. Yeah, but last week is different, man. It's different when you're when you're preparing all week for Trey Lance, and then you get a Jimmy G. like complete, And Jimmy G, who literally knows the entire offense with the entire offense that knows him. It's just complete. Like, they're ready. They would want to switch back in two seconds. Rather than this weird thing that they're trying to figure out with Trey Lance. And the defense wasn't ready for it. That, that one was tough. But, you know, more injuries, man. More injuries for San Francisco. More running backs hurt. Right, uh, Tyrion Davis Price, tough for me. I have him in Mojo. He's hurt for a couple weeks with this ankle sprain. I don't know, dude. I still I'm a believer in Denver. They their tight ends had a lot of drops. Their defense is very good. They have a home field advantage as well. I like Denver in this game. Tell me the public is on San Francisco to make me happy. Just tell me. 92% of the bets are on San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I love Denver. I love Denver so much here. Let's go. And this game here, the Monday night, Greg, I had some comments come to me because some people had some issues with your Giants take last week, talking about how it was going to be a letdown game for them at home. Didn't work out. Okay. Giants snuck out with the win week one. Giants snuck out with a win week two. Now they got the Monday night. Minus two and a half versus Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys. 
The Giants have a legitimate shot going 4 0. The New York Giants. Yeah, and to anyone that had a problem with a letdown spot comment, does one touchdown to Daniel Bellinger not sound like a letdown? <laughs> That's the only touchdown you had all week. So, uh, you know, you can say whatever you want. They won the game, but they scored one touchdown to Daniel Bellinger. What's the Saquon Barkley talk? I heard so much about Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley this, Saquon Barkley that. Kenny Galladay was a top five receiver, top ten receiver for fantasy football a couple of years ago until he showed up in New York. They paid him a lot of money. Paid him a ton of money. John, that's a great point. They paid him a ton of money. <laughs> Tooney was a first-round pick. Where's he? You got one <laughs> touchdown to Daniel Bellinger, and it wasn't a letdown? All right. I don't know what NFL games you're watching, but I love the Giants here. All that said, <laughs> I love the Giants. You can clip it before. You can clip it after. I don't care what people are saying. I love the Giants. Give me Giants minus two and a half. Oh, Dallas stinks. Dallas got lucky last week. I just think the Giants got something going. They have a legit shot at going 4-0. I think they get it done this week, man. Uh, back-to-back Meadowlands Sunday and Monday games. I think that's kind of cool. Quick changeover for them. I, uh, I just, this Dallas defense is good, but I just don't see how they get it done week in and week out with what they got on offense. So CeeDee Lamb has done nothing. I know. I've heard so much about CeeDee Lamb over the last year. He's done absolutely nothing. Listen, dude. The last two times they played each other, Cowboys won by a significant amount. True. Back in January of 21, the Giants won by four. Other than that, the Cowboys have won every single time. Oh, my goodness. It's definitely a bugaboo game for them. Until Dallas. Tw- until 2016. I did not know. No way. No way this is right. Better eat and two against the spread the last 10 times they played the Giants. Forget the spread, dude. I'm pretty sure since December 11th of 2016, the Giants beat the Cowboys. They actually beat them twice that year, it looks like. Shout out to them. By one point and by three points. But then starting from, starting from 2017, Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. So I keep going? Cowboys, 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 Giants, Cowboys, Cowboys. Wow. That's insane. Uh, on that note, I love the Cowboys this week because everything says not to take them, to be honest with you. This is like, this is like part of my fade myself in prime time. Of course I love the Giants this week. They played crummy the first two weeks. They're still addicted to turnovers. Like you said, Bellinger caught the touchdown. His first catch, right? <laughs> or his first touchdown. Yeah. The New York Giants, it's just about Dable. That's what we're pointing to. There's nothing spectacular about them, but they're putting it together. This is the kind of team you want at home on Monday night against a backup quarterback. But I'm telling you right now, Dallas defense is going to give them fits. Diggs is going to have a pick. Daniel Jones at home is so bad. I don't care what he's so bad at home. Yeah, Michael Parsons is playing pretty good. Michael, oh, who, who saw that coming, Greg? Yep. 
I love the Cowboys minus two and a half. If it, if I wasn't from New York and it wasn't New York Giants, I this and it wasn't a primetime game, I, I I really would call this a best bet. But of course, I would do that. In the, but I I just think the Cowboys are gonna cover. It would be interesting if the Giants won by one, but I really do think the Cowboys are gonna win this game. Like Tony Pollard, sneaky stuff like that. I don't think Zeke's gonna have a big game. I don't think Ceedee Lamb's gonna have a big game. It's just gonna be like like Jake Ferguson. The rookie tight end, because I think Dalton Schultz is going to be out. Yeah, seems and, like it. You know, and and Tony Pollard. That's the kind of game this is going to be. Ugly game, under. But I think the Cowboys go home with it. Nice. Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it happening, but like something's up with the Giants, man. Something's weird. Giants go on these weird, they have these weird seasons where out of nowhere, they're just dominant. And not saying they're dominant this week or they have been dominant in weeks past, but I think they get it done. Minus two and a half at home. Just got to win by a field goal. I like that. New York, uh, Daniel Jones at home in his career, 19 interceptions, 18 touchdowns, 20 games. It's not good. <laughs> I, I, I don't see any fumbles. Uh, here and he's addicted to fumbles. So yeah, somewhere there's crazy <laughs> fumble stats. Yes, Don't no, worry. Oh my goodness, nineteen fumbles at home. It's not good, John. Yo, it's not good. But dude, nineteen able- interceptions and nineteen fumbles at home. He's addicted to turnovers. He's addicted. Twenty games. Yo, Dallas plus two and a half, bro. Dallas plus two and a half. I don't think he had any fumbles or interceptions last game, though. Maybe he's turned a corner. Maybe Dable's there to save him. I don't know. I like that it goes to Rangers games. Dallas plus yeah. two and a half. All right. Give us the tease. Give us your par- teaser parlay. Give us your Hail Mary parlay. We'll do the full slate. We'll get the hell out of here. On, on to Cincinnati. Again, part of my frustration with last week was not my 4 and 12 record. It was the fact that I had four out of five of my unders right in my Hail Mary parlay. And the under I lost was the Rams versus Falcons. They screw me again. I don't know how the Falcons do this week in and week out. They were getting obliterated 28 to three. The under was, was it 52 and a half? 42 and a half? What was it last week? 45 and a half. 28 to three. Just lay down and die. No, they come back. They have no chance at winning the game, but they have a chance at screwing my Hail Mary parlay. But again, we talk about, I need, you need to hit one season and you're in the money. So that killed me. But I'm back again this week. We're back every week. John, I actually got two Hail Mary parlays this week to make up for last week. But first, my teaser. I'm going with a five-point teaser instead of a six-point teaser, so you get a little extra juice because they're getting one less point. I'm going Miami Dolphins plus 11.5. I'm going Houston Texans plus 7.5. I'm going Detroit Lions plus 10.5. I'm going the Jaguars plus 12.5. I'm going the Eagles minus 1.5. And I'm taking, to close this out, a plus $700 teaser, 100 to win 700. The New York J E T S Jets 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 at home plus ten and a half against the Owen two Bengals who might be destroying their franchise quarterback like the Houston 
Texans destroyed not Derek Carr, but the other one with the amount of sacks they let up. David. David destroyed his career because of the amount of sacks they let up. I think he had 16 through two weeks. Uh, Joe Burrow has 13 through two weeks. It is not good. I think the Jets will play this game tight. I think we will get it done. But more importantly for this teaser, I think we cover 10 and a half points against the Cincinnati Bengals at home. What do you got for a teaser, though, John? I got a 10-team teaser. I see a big one. I love these teasers. All right, let's get into it. Plus 2,000. Ooh, that's nice. They got the Seahawks and the Cowboys plus seven. Broncos plus seven and a half. Ravens plus three and a half. Colts plus 11 and a half. Jets plus 11 and a half. Jacksonville plus three. Texans eight and a half and the Vikings outright plus 2000 put a hundred bucks on it win 2000 bucks because my Hail Mary parlay is a Hail Mary man and it gets kind of wild it's plus 8000 okay I like that that is a Hail Mary <laughs> As six legs you hit one of these you hit an 8000 parlay by the way you're good on Hail Mary parlays for like three seasons. So <laughs> you just need to hit one again. And, and you know, I'm not even putting the Jets money line. I'm putting Jets spread in it. So I'll start off with that. We got the Jets plus five and a half. I'm not trusting it. Just Big field goal McPherson. All right. <laughs> like, <Big of> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you for, for realizing that. And yep. then the, re- the, the rest are going to be money lines. Okay. So we got Colts money line, Panthers money line. Vikings money line, Texans money line, Seahawks money line. Okay. None of those are crazy. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot more names on there to be plus 8,000. That's not a ton of games. It's because most of the, all of them are dogs except for the Vikings. If yeah. You, if you, if you, if you want to get crazy, Greg, because I know you said it's big of me, which I, I, and you know, I don't take compliments. I know. I was thinking about putting the Jets money line in mine. So. So I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be big. If I just want to take the Jets straight up, that turns into plus 12, 12,500. I might have to take both. Uh, yeah. I will be taking both now that you say that, just because what if we shock the world? What if it happens and we beat the Bengals back to back weeks? Mine goes from plus 2,000 to plus 6,000. You want to know why the only reason I think it could happen? Why? It's because it totally makes sense for the Jets to win games and then have a issue in their fan base or an issue in their in the media because they're going to win with Flacco. He's going to be top in PFF, top in pass attempts, top in passing yards. And we're going to have Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson comes back and he loses to, to Pittsburgh, Mitch Trubisky, or Pickett's going to be like, oh, my goodness, let's get Flacco back in. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we could talk about it on the Jets episode because I want to hear what everyone thinks about it. I think it's a no-brainer. You start Zach Wilson, play Zach Wilson. Of course. So I said that, but I'm just saying. it's total, yeah. that's, why, that's why I think they're going to shock the world. It's totally feasible. Jets shoot themselves in the foot by winning another game. <laughs> yeah, that's such <laughs> a Jet sentence. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, I got two Hail Mary parlays. My first one, I'll go with my money lines. This is a shocker the world Sunday for me. What if 
the Miami Dolphins are just the real deal. And Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are just faster than everyone. It's possible. Well, yeah, there it could very well be that they're just faster than everyone. They're at home. They're plus two ten at home. I like them. Tredavious White's out still for the Bills, man. <sighs> Dude, they haven't Bills. missed him yet. They, they might, this might be the game they miss him. They got another cornerback that got hurt. They got injuries here and there. Gabe Davis, I don't know what his injury was or how serious it was. If he's back, he might be banging it. He might be banged up. You know, there's some things to look at. I think that Miami Dolphins have a legit shot at winning this game at right at home against the Bills in September. If this game's in, if they're at home and it's December, I don't know if it matters so much in September, man. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. It's going to be gross. Um, another shock the world on Sunday. Detroit Lions plus 205 against the Minnesota Vikings. Maybe the Minnesota Vikings just aren't that good. Maybe the Detroit Lions are good. Again, both these games I think are going to be very high scoring. I think both these games are going to be close. All you need is a fluke play to make something happen here. I don't think either of these teams, the Miami Dolphins or the Detroit Lions, are going to get blown out. I don't think they're going to be down three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think there's going to be a possibility for something weird to happen and them to win this game. And my other one, we've talked about them. We both love them. Houston Texans plus 1,800 or whatever it was, uh, you know, 118. Those three together, the Miami Dolphins money line, Detroit Lions money line, Texas money line, plus 1,950 if you bet 100. You throw the Jets in there, you get the plus 6,000. 50 bucks on each, not a bad bet. My other one, I'm going back to the overs and unders because, again, the unders are hitting. The unders are 68% against the spread so far this year. Um, for all NFL games, and I think they're three and or uh, five and one in prime time. I think maybe um, based on opening lines. I think the there's some weird stuff with where a line actually closed, what it is. But based on the opening line, they're five and one to the under in prime time. That being said, I've talked a lot about the Dolphins and the Detroit Lions games possibly being high scoring. I'm taking the over 53 and a half for the Lions. I'm taking the over 52 and a half for the Dolphins. And then I'm switching to unders. I'm going the under in the Saints Carolina game under 40 and a half. I'm going the under in the Raiders Titans game 45 and a half. I'm going the under in the Jacksonville Jaguars versus Chargers 47 and a half. I'm going under in San Francisco versus the Broncos 44 and a half. I think we've talked about all these teams. I don't have a ton of confidence in the offenses in these matchups. Especially if the Chargers, if Herbert's injured, I don't have a ton of confidence in any of the offenses in these matchups. So I'm going unders, 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 unders. Unders are just as exciting as overs. I'm trying to get people on the unders train. So that six leg parlay is plus 4,800. So I like it. Those are my two official Hail Mary parlays for this week. I like a lot of the unders this week. So I'm with you, bro. Seattle, Tampa, Chargers, Carolina. I like all those unders. Cleveland. So I'm with you, bro. Yeah. Unders look good. So let's go through the full slate. Also, watch out for the Xavier Howard injury, man. Before we do, before we do, I got one other little funky bet. We talked about the worst teams uh, special. You can still bet it on FanDuel. Teams to finish with the worst record. We talked about the Tennessee Titans at plus 2,600. The Colts are plus 3,700. I don't think that's a terrible look. Um, however, I said I started getting into look ahead lines. 
lines for week three are out. Um, I'm sorry, week four are out. Dolphins plus two. Uh, I think Thursday night next week at Cincinnati. I like that. I'm thinking about betting that now, getting points with Miami. Um, I think that, you know, obviously depends how either of their games go this week. The lines can move. That's the point of betting ahead. But that, and then I like the Texans plus seven at home against the Chargers. If Herbert's actually hurt, we talked about the Texans getting points. If Herbert's hurt, doesn't play. I think that might be instead the Texans plus three or the Texans maybe even, even money. Getting a full touchdown now, I love it. When you start doing look-ahead lines, you can get hooks, you can get points early. So something to think about. I actually like both of those lines. What's the what's the Jets-Pittsburgh line? Jets plus three and a half. Again, you can get the hooks and stuff because no one's really bad at them right now. So I like that. Yeah, that might drop to one or two depending on – I mean – Pittsburgh looks back and the Jets the Jets win. That's gonna be a pick 'em for sure. All right. Let's get into the full slate and let's get out of here. Perfect. Thursday Thursday night. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Cleveland minus four and a half. What do you got? Pittsburgh. Same. I like the under here too. We got Houston, favorite of the pod, plus two and a half at the Bears. Minus two and a half. What do you like? Houston. Texas till I die, baby. Best bet. Vegas, 0-2, minus 1.5 at the 0-2 Titans. What do you like? What am I missing with this line? Las Vegas. I agree, man. Kansas City, 2-0, minus 6.5 at Indy, 0-1-1. What do you got going here? Hold your nose and take Indianapolis. You know the deal, bro. Shaq Leonard's in. You take Indy, getting points at home. Take it, take it, take it. Love Indy, best bet. Buffalo minus six at Miami. We talked extensively about the Bills in Miami on this pod today. Injuries everywhere, both sides of the ball. Fighting for the AFC East if we have to be you know, honest about it. Yeah. What do you like? Miami plus six at home. I like the Bills and the Joe Schmo pick here. But marking it down, Joe Schmo. Baltimore Ravens minus two and a half at New England. I like Baltimore here. What do you got? I like New England at home getting points. This might be a Joe Schmo for me too. Let's let, let, let's mark him. Let's mark him here because if I end up finding a trend here, I'm just gonna start fading myself like I am in prime time. Just start winning some winning some bets against my will. I like that. Detroit plus five and a half or six, depending on where you get it, at Minnesota, tied, possibly fighting for a division, I guess. One team looked terrible. One team looked amazing. What do you like here? Detroit plus the points. I love the Vikings at home. My third best bet of the day. Jumping into Cincinnati at the New York Jets. Cincinnati winless. Nick Mangold day. Joe Flacco killing all the stats. Plus five and a half after a miracle win. What do you like? I'm learning as we're doing this. I like the points. The Jets plus five and a half of the points. <laughs> I have one Phil- favorite so far. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Minus six and a half slash seven. I think you got another favorite here at the Commanders. I'm betting Philadelphia until they prove me wrong. They look good. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up as a Joe Schmo pick. To yes, be honest please with you. do. That's a great. Yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah, for, for Philly, for me, every gambling instinct tells me I should take Washington. Yes, but but I have to take Philly. Yep. New Orleans minus two and a half at Carolina. No Winston, maybe we'll see. Carolina zero and two, desperate, catching points at home. What do you like? Carolina and the points. I love Carolina here, dude. I love them. Uh, I like the under two. Jacksonville, 4 p.m., plus seven at Los Angeles. Another injured quarterback, Herbert. Might play two, which is even worse. Jacksonville catching seven. I, I like that, man. They're gritty. I loved them last week, which makes me weird about it. Chargers don't have much of a home field. Although, does Duval travel? I don't know. What do you like? Jacksonville and the points. All right. Rams, minus three and a half. They've been looking weird this year. Smacked week one, came back last week, but didn't cover week two. Oh, and two on the covers at Arizona. It is modern warfare beta week. Arizona plus three and a half. What do you got here? LA Rams minus three and a half. Lay those points. Go home with the win. Is this a Josh Mo pick? I'm on the Rams too. I don't think so. Okay. Atlanta, oh, and two. A pick them against Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks at home. What do you got? I like Seattle, so I'm taking Atlanta. All right. I love fading you when you on the Atlanta picks. I've been good with I've been really good with Atlanta. Undefeated. One and one with Seattle. Even though that was the most Josh Mo pick of all time. Not taking them versus Russell Wilson. I love Seattle here. Real home field advantage. Shout out to the twelves. Green Bay at Tampa. Forty one and a half? Er, er. <laughs> over under uh, what do you like here man minus two and a half for Tom Brady at home two and oh I can't believe they're two and oh that seems weird to me I feel like they sucked both weeks Mike Evans out Julio I think Jones that defense injured. has been that defense has been real good but I think Green Bay has a good defense and they have a good offense I'm going Green Bay plus two and a half all right into the prime times my nemesis fought back last week this week is going to be tough San Francisco, Jimmy G's back. San Francisco's back. They looked amazing. Denver stinks. Everybody's saying take San Francisco, which is why I love Denver. I'm ready to ride at home. I feel like we're watching every Denver game this year. Mile high, real home field. They're desperate for a win. They're not going to boo Russell Wilson. This is a W. San Francisco for me, man. Jimmy G's back. As you said, Super Bowl run is on. Chill. (laughs) Monday night. Dallas Cowboys, Cooper Rush versus the undefeated New York Giants. Giants minus two and a half. Giants beat the Cowboys once since I graduated law school. <laughs> uh, I love the Cowboys getting points here. The Giants did play a letdown game and they were in a letdown spot and they were <laughs> let down last week. So they will not be in a letdown spot this week. They will play well. And they will cover two and a half. I like the Giants in this one at home. Dallas stinks. Let's go. Let's have a good week. Tune into our college picks. Tune into our Twitter to hear our material changes. Like last week, Taylor Lewan went down. It doesn't count for my prime. I live for my prime time. You cannot count Taylor Lewan going down for my Titans bad pick. We're killing it in college. Hit us up. Let us know what you got. And let's let's roll. Let's make some money. Let's roll. These these parlays, this Titans worst record, 
this week three, I'm taking a week, I'm taking a week four look ahead for the first time parlay. So I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah, right. dude. We're, we're, we're covering it all. So again, Knicks, Jets, etc. on the YouTube, Winning P Weekly, all audio listening platforms, Apple, Spotify, like, comment, let us know what you are taking. And if you don't want to comment on the YouTube, if you don't want to comment on the podcast on Apple and Spotify, hit us up on Twitter, Winning P Weekly on Twitter. We're on there. We're engaging Chip Murphy 7 for the college. He's talking about every game all the time. He tweets a lot, and I love it. I need to get to that level. Winning P Weekly on Twitter. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We'll see you next episode for some college picks, baby. Spoiler alert, I love the slate for the college picks this week. I'm nervous about the slate this week because I killed the last week, so we'll see what happens. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.